Hi, everybody out there. This is Mark from You've Hit the Mark. Happy New Year, 2021. Uh, first, I'd like to apologize to any subscribers that I have left because I haven't been on in such a long time. Man, I've had such a lot going on. It's not even funny. I did a little thing called Get Married. Uh, yep, I got married. Um, did a little thing called that. And it was interesting, to say the least. You know, we we knew each other for a few months prior. And this was all like, boom, shotgun in and out. <sighs> no kids, obviously. Um, but, yep. So I recently got married. Actually, it's been over a year. So we just celebrated our year anniversary in October, last October. So there's that. And of course, you know, once you get married, you're going to live together. We live together, you know, maybe a month or two before getting married. But we only knew each other for a few months. So it's like, hey, how are you? And then boom, hey, why don't you move in with me? Okay. And then two months later, boom, hey, she asked me to marry her. Will you marry me? I'm like, hey, you know, somebody who woos you just like that and fast, <laughs> you got to be a good pick, right? So boom, we get married. Smooth sailing for a while, then you get rocky, then it's smooth. You know, everybody knows. If you're married, you know. Uh, what else? So after that, I ended up getting this new gig over here in South Florida. Uh, nice funeral home I work with. Nice people, great people. Um, somewhat disorganized, a little bit of disorganization in the ranks there. Um, see, I'm not disorganized. You know, I like my stuff in order. I like knowing where things are. I like knowing things in advance. I like planning things in advance. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I can be spontaneous, but that's on a different level. Like if I'm out living and I'm out vacationing, I don't need to plan everything. Okay, we're going to get up at 8.30 a.m. We're going to go down. We're going to eat the breakfast. Then by 9.30 a.m., we're going to be on the beach from 9 to 2. We're going to be in and out of the water. 2 p.m., we leave the beach. We go take showers. We go to happy hour for drinks at the pool bar, and then we're out for the night. That doesn't need to happen. That doesn't need to happen when you're on vacation. When you're on vacation, you want to sleep until noon. You sleep until noon. But when it comes to business, when it comes to work, when it comes to business, right? You need to have it organized. Especially, well, not especially, all businesses should operate this way. Have organization within the business. Have it as one of your foundations, organization, right? The place that I'm at doesn't have it as I would like it to. And I'm a peon, you know. I'm just a guy who comes in, does services, uh, leaves type of thing, you know. But I like knowing who I'm working with. I like knowing that what the staff is going to be. You know, if I have a 200-person funeral, I like knowing it's not just going to be me and somebody else. I like knowing I have a full staff. Who's driving the hearse? Who's driving the lead? Who's driving the flower van, you know? 
Some places don't operate that way. Some places don't have the staffing. So we need to, uh, that all needs to be revamped. So I got married. I got this job down here. It's just part-time. And I tell people all the time, I'm the fullest part-time employee I've ever met. So I got married. I'm working down here. I'm doing a little bit of real estate. What I do in real estate is like, if I know somebody's looking for a house, looking to sell or looking to purchase, I will refer that person out to one of my real estate agents. And then from there, that real estate agent, if they make the sale, I get a percentage of that agent's commission. So that's how that works. I work off of referrals on that. So, I mean, other than that, life has been you know, ups and downs, ups and downs. (sighs) You know, my wife, she, she's American, but her family's from Cuba. So, you know, she was born in the Americas. When I say the Americas, uh, you know, she's born in America. And, uh, you know, she kind of has a Spanglish thing going on. It is what it is. It's, but, um, you know, her family doesn't even know about me. Like we had a shotgun wedding, right? Boom. And the only reason I told my dad when I did, because I was traveling, I had to go back up to New England for something. So I'm like, shit, you know, if, if God forbid something happens to the plane and we crash or something, I like my father at least should know from me that I got hitched. So I said, crap, you know, hey dad, let me get together with you. Let's have a chat. So I tell my dad, you know, hey, we need to have a chat. And he's like, oh, no, what now? You know, because he's bailed me out of a few things in the past. My dad, you know, he's, he's just like, he's like this warrior. He worries. You know, I'm 38 years old, right? And if I was living with him, if I wasn't home by like 12 or 1 a.m., he'd start worrying. Even earlier than that, because I have a dog and he has to take care of her when I'm not there. You know, he lets her out. He'd start worrying about 10 a, uh, 10 p.m. He'd start worrying. Text me a hundred times. Abby, 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 Abby. That's my dog's name, right? Abby, what about Abby? She has to go out. All right, well, I'm out on the town. I'm not home. You're going to let her out, you know? So I go to my dad and I tell him, listen, hey, I did a thing. I, that something happened. And he said, oh, no, what now? How much is this going to cost me? That's all he cares about is money. You know, my dad is about money. Not about spending money, about saving money. He could have a trillion dollars in the bank, right? And if he's walking down the sidewalk, he sees a penny, he will bend over his bad back at all. He will bend over and pick up that penny. He'll be like, oh, 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 God, all right, there we go. You know, and he picks it up. Dad, you have a trillion dollars in the bank. You're driving a, you're driving a Bentley. No, my dad wouldn't be driving a Bentley. He'd be like, you know, maybe a, a, Ford, <laughs> a Ford Focus or uh, a Hyundai Elantra. Dad, you have a trillion dollars in the bank. You're driving a Hyundai Elantra used. You have to bend over and pick up a penny. Just forget it. So anyway, we sat down and I told him that I got hitched. I showed him the paperwork. It's real. Just in case I'm traveling, the plane goes down. I, I don't want you to, you know. Have this girl knock at your door. Hey, by the way, I'm your daughter-in-law. Nice meeting you. Uh, yeah, this is what we're going to do for your son. No. So I did that. And 
a real stupid thing to do, a shotgun wedding. It's stupid, but whatever. And, uh, you know, that's about it. I'm doing the death scene. People die. I go. We meet with the families. We do the services. And it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of, uh, I'd like to say we put the fun in funeral. You know, if you can make a grieving family laugh, they just lost their brother. You know, they just lost their son. You just lost your mom. And we're in there. When I say we're, I mean me, the staff, whomever. Like if we're communicating with this family and serving this family and you can make them laugh for even just two seconds, you're doing your job. You're doing your job. And I'll tell you why. Because you have made them forgot for two seconds why they are at that funeral home and what they are doing there. Why they're there and what they're doing there. And that would be success in my book. Other than that, I've got consulting going on. I consult families. You know, I've been doing this for, you know, 12, 13, almost 14 years. And I came, I came up with this idea that there has to be a middleman. There's no middleman between the family and the funeral home. Like the family and the funeral parlor. There's, there's, there's nothing in between. Okay, grandma died. Okay, who do you call? What are we going to call, you know, James... James Woods family down the street. James Woods family funeral home down the street. That's who we use. Uh, they charge $80,000 for a burial. I, that doesn't matter. That's who we use. You know, there's no governing regulation to tell families, well, you know, you have options. A lot of families don't know that. Uh, my great, great, great grandmother used Smith Funeral Home, you know, on on Cherry Street, um, and that's who we're going to use. Smith's Funeral Smith Funeral Home, they're out of business. They've been out of business for 25 years. Nah, nah, they're still there. We're going to use them. People don't, people don't understand, right, that this is a business. So <sighs> I came up with the idea that there should be a middleman, not in every state, not, not everywhere, but I haven't gotten that far yet. There should be a middleman that's known throughout a community. It could be a small knit town, could be a bigger city. People should know that they have options when it comes to death and dying and all this jazz, you know. You don't have to buy a casket from the funeral home selection room. You go in there, you're like, oh my God, look, this wooden casket is only $23,000. Why do you, do you have anything cheaper? That, that's the cheapest one we've got. Everything else, you know, is up from there. That's the cheapest one. Okay. Well, I guess I guess we'll take this one. Does it come with all the cloth inside, all the linens? No, nah, you're going to pay extra for that. Oh, okay. At 23, you know, people don't know. People don't get it. So I came up with this idea where I would educate the public about death and dying. Because unfortunately, unless, you know... There's a fountain of youth out there where people can start growing younger instead of growing older. I think we're all going to come to our demise. Hopefully later, later than sooner. I almost said sooner than later. Hopefully way later than sooner. So there has to be somebody to educate people. And I want to be that person. I really do. And I I want to create a team of people to go out there, use humor to educate people. 
so I served these families here in South Florida. And I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, what are you looking for? We just want a simple service. You know, grandma was 98 years old. All of her friends have died off. We just want a simple service for the family. Okay, well, you don't need to go to this big funeral home right here that's going to charge you $8,000 just to walk in the door and sit with you. By the way, that charge when you walk in the door to sit with them is called the overhead, meaning that's the basic fee of the funeral service director. The basic, the basic fee for the funeral home and funeral director and staff. That's the basic service fee. So, you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, well, that, 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 are we, are we looking to have a budget, stay on the budget? Yeah, we only have $2,000. Okay, boom, that right there, cemetery property is more than $2,000. So then I divert them. Okay, well, maybe cremation would be the best option. You know, we'll burn grandma up a little bit, place her in a box, and then we can have a nice little memorial service. So it's my job to give them options. That's why I would direct them to the funeral home that I think would be beneficial to them, right? Or if they have a funeral home in mind, I would do homework for them and be like, well, this one's a little bit more expensive for what you're looking for, but this one is right on target. Actually, you might save some money at this one. So that's where I consult a little bit. And I hope that makes sense to you. Um, And I save them money. You know, on, on stuff they don't need. Like, oh, we should get 500 prayer cards because everybody's going to come and see grandma. She's 98 and all her friends are dead. But everybody's going to come. Everybody will be here. No, no, no. You don't need 500 prayer cards at the tune of $300. Why don't you get 50 prayer cards, right? Have enough for the family. Have enough for maybe some stragglers that are coming in. Right, and fifty prayer cards will cost you thirty bucks versus three hundred dollars. So there you go. And oh, let's get a limo to drive us to the funeral home. Nothing. You don't need a limo. Why? 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 You don't need a limo. <laughs> Limos will cost you extra money. We can rent a limo for five hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred dollars. Then from two thousand dollars minus five hundred dollars, you're looking at fifteen hundred bucks. Plus you want prayer cards. Plus you want the the use of a funeral home, like no, $2,000, if that's what we're working with, you, you need to stick to that budget, right? So I educate them, I point them in the right direction, I'll even go to the funeral arrangement conference with them, even caskets, right? I can sell them caskets at wholesale cost versus a 300 to 500% markup. Funeral homes do that. The funeral home I'm, the funeral home I'm with does that. They all do it. Why? Do they do it? Folks, they do it to make money. Death is business. Death and dying. The industry is a business. So why are you in business? To make money. But you can also say, I'm in business to help people. Great. But those people that you're helping need to pay for your services. And that's where you can provide for your family and your employees that are working to help make you so successful. So that's my spiel on that. Uh, Sorry I haven't been on in a while. You know, I have a lot of new material. I have a lot of things going on. I have to study for a certification that I need. 
So I have a lot of things going on, but just celebrated a birthday last week. Actually, a week ago today. Today's Thursday. A week ago today. Yep. Um, and that's it. That's really it. But I have a lot of new material that I'd like to, you know, start talking about and making people laugh. And it's just people do stupid, stupid things. Okay. And I, I'm sitting here and I'm watching them. And I know there are other comics out there with similar material, but you know, this is, this is specific to me in my life. I play a lot of pickleball. I love it. Okay. Now, Sometimes in Florida, it gets really cold. Two nights ago, it was very cold in Florida. I was on the pickleball court. I had shorts on, my nice new Lululemon shorts. But I had like a T-shirt and a long sleeve shirt on, on the top. You know what I mean? So we're sitting there, we're playing. And I see this kid on the opposite side of the courts. You know, it's cold. You know, when you sit there and you're waiting for a game, after you, if, if you win one, you stay on the courts. If you lose... You wait for the game. So my friend and I are waiting for the game. And I see this kid over there. And he's shirtless, topless completely. And it's, it's, it's 50 degrees outside. And in Florida, with the wind, because we have a lot of wind sometimes, the wind picked up, that's a cold 50 degrees. And he's sitting there playing the game. And I'm like, look at this guy. Is he, does he need a funeral home? Because I can give him one of my guards. Shoot. Man. You know, I, I don't understand people. I really don't. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I have a lot of new material, like I've told you, and I'd love to share with you. And I will. I will. We're going to get this podcast back up and running. Uh, that's it. Thanks for subscribing. Be safe. Happy 2021. And uh, please, 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 if you're in a public area, wear your mask. Hell, put two on just in case, you know. Wear a mask. This wonderful virus is among us. Be safe, folks, okay? God bless you all. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.